you're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while you do it. So today I want to talk about cereals. In this uh, podcast, on this episode, I'm going to talk about four that I think it is probably a pretty good idea to stay away from. And the reason I say that is because, you know, as moms, we want the best for our kids. Breakfast time is an important time of the day. They're starting out the day and we want to make sure that we're giving our kids that morning boost in the healthiest way possible. Although at the same time, mornings are busy and um, it's not easy to, you know, come up with a healthy solution for, for our kids in the morning. So I did want to go ahead and put this list of four out there because I feel that at least it gives you some to maybe knock off your list. And um, it's a good talking point for us to kind of address some issues that are problems with the kids' cereals that we have on the shelves today. And hopefully things will change with the cereals. Um, but anyway, let me go ahead and get right into it. So first one I want to talk about is Kellogg's Honey Smacks. Okay, so it is 55.6% sugar. Yikes. Second one is Captain Crunch. That's another popular one. So many people grew up on Captain Crunch and probably have come accustomed to, you know, liking the taste of it and everything, but that's a lot of sugar. Kellogg's Fruit Loops, okay? That was one I have vivid memories of having as a child, unfortunately. (laughs) And, you know, we can't be upset about this stuff, guys, because, you know, it just a couple, you know, decades ago, the information that we have on nutrition just wasn't available. Moms were really making the best choices that they could, you know, and they didn't know um, some of these things. So, you know, this isn't anything upsetting. It's just, it's just is what it is. But I do feel that today's mom, we are much more aware of you know, diet and what's healthy and what's not. And I think we definitely have a responsibility as mothers to go ahead and give our children the the best that we can, the the best to our ability since we do have this knowledge. So next one on the list, and this is one that I really liked when I started to get a little bit older, like an older kid, I can remember eating this cereal and that is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So that's actually 46% sugar. I was actually surprised that one didn't score even higher on the list as far as percentage of sugar because it's got like, straight up sugar just chilling all on the top of the little you know squares puff squares or whatever you want to call it anyway it's mess and I'm really sorry to the you know um big brands that I am slamming today but I do feel that um more healthier options should be available people should have the right to have the sugary cereals if they want them I guess but at the same time I do feel that you know making more healthy options it's just it's better for everyone and let's face it um sugar is addictive and if you want to make those sales uh, unfortunately I do feel that some of these bigger brands put the high uh, sugar contents in the cereals and the things that the kids are going to consume because they know it does have that little bit of addictive property to it and then when we bring them into the store with us they're gonna yell and scream until we buy the cereal for them that tastes good to them so but again remember it's our choice of what we introduce to our children we don't have to introduce these cereals to our kids as a matter of fact my children have not had a single one of the cereals on this list and they won't until they become almost adults basically and they choose if that's the life that they choose for themselves, but um, 
I had to make a conscious effort when I first um, started out as a mom. Like, you know, I can remember my first, you know, kind of when she was transitioning from like the baby oatmeal to cereal, I was like, okay, what cereals do I want her to eat? And, you know, why do I want her to eat these? You know, so definitely something to consider. Now I wanna share some more in-depth information on these brands besides just the sugar content. Cause you hear, okay, you know, Captain Crunch, you know, has 46%, 46.9% sugar content in it. So what? So what, what's the big deal with that? Okay, let's kind of really get some meat to this topic because I do want you to walk away feeling informed and feeling like this is something that you should possibly consider for the health of your children. I care about my children, but I also care about other people's children too. So hopefully this information is helpful for you. So uh, according to nutritional value labels, these cereals all have about 12 grams of added sugar per serving. Okay, so let me pause there. So what does the term added sugar mean? Okay, so when the term added sugar is used in nutritional verbiage, that means added sugar to a processed food, in particular, white sugar, okay? That doesn't account for the already naturally occurring sugar. So for example, um, a lot of these cereals are corn, rice, or oat-based. And as you know, corn, rice, and oats, they already have their natural sugars that already exist in, in that particular um, thing. And the corn and the rice, those all have, you know, a little bit of natural sugars to them. So the nutritional label only accounts for the added sugar, okay? So you're getting 12 grams of adding added sugar plus the sugar that's already in it naturally occurring, okay? So you're already getting a lot of sugar there, okay? Um, another thing to uh, consider that the problem is with added sugar is that it's always hard for the body to process because, you know, in the case of these cereals, they all have a low fiber content. So our bodies, the way it is designed is, you know, you need, you know, fiber to process sugar. So taking in high amounts of sugar with no fiber attached to it really overloads the pancreas and the liver and contributes to fatty liver and heart disease, as well as type two diabetes. So that's, this is the meat of the issue, okay? It's not just about like, oh, you shouldn't have that because I, I'm just like, I want you to be this super cutesy, like, oh, I don't give my kids that. No, it's not about that. This isn't something to elevate yourself above others or anything like that. This is information that we all need to know just so we can make the best decision for our kids, okay? So when you think about that, you know, added sugar, what added sugar actually does when you're having too much without that fiber protein attached to it, it makes it very hard for the body to process it and send it to the places that it needs to go. So it ends up just sitting in your liver, contributing to fatty liver disease. And as you know, your liver is one of your body's cleaning systems, okay? So if your liver isn't working right, then guess what? Less free radicals and other things are going to get filtered out of your blood and out of your lungs and all of those things. So again, this is why we're starting to see links between high sugar intake and asthma as well. So 
it one thing definitely does affect the other in the body. So watching the sugar content for our little ones that are still developing is very, very, very important, okay? So again, you may say, all right, so what? It's got 12 grams of sugar you know, per serving, so what, big deal? Okay, let's break it down again. A serving is one cup. So when we give our kids, according to this nutritional <laughs> label, when we give our kids a serving of cereal, we're supposed to be giving them one cup of Captain Crunch or, um, you know, Fruit Loops or whatever. Now, whoever eats one cup of cereal, what is that going to do for somebody? That's not going to fill you up, right? So pause on that thought, right? So according to NIH, okay, the average American child eats about two to three cups of cereal in a sitting, means that they get about 24 to 36 grams of added sugar in a sitting as well. Now we're seeing what the problem is again, okay? So first of all, they give you these small serving sizes on the nutritional packaging. So you're like, oh, per serving, and you forget that the serving ain't, they're not saying how much you just put in your bowl, no. So we having two to three servings at a time. And that's, you know, even my smallest child, you know, my baby, my smallest toddler, she can eat just as much cereal as I can eat at this point, okay? Girlfriend can throw down. So she's having at least two servings. And my older toddler is, you know, eating probably like me, at least two, two and a half to three cups, you know, because you, you want a big bowl of cereal to start your day. You're not eating again until lunch, you know? So... That's a lot of sugar. So again, what's in that bowl? What's in the bowl? You know, we have to ask ourselves that question and really try to watch the sugar, okay? So now you're seeing that you're getting two to three times the grams of sugar. So you still might say, okay, well, so what? I'm getting, you know, 24 to 36 grams of sugar. How bad is that? Well, this is how bad it is, okay? According to uh, NHH, and that's one of the um, European... Uh, healthcare systems and for certain things I, I kind of like to like follow their um, guidelines a little bit because certain things with the European standards versus um, some of the American standards as far as like sugar and nutrition goes sometimes the European standard is just a little bit more realistic I feel so sometimes I follow that so this statistic does come from there um, but according to NHS uh, children ages 2 to 18 should have 25 grams of sugar per day, okay? 25 grams of sugar per day. And remember, that's age 2 to 18, 25 grams a day. And we know as we become adults, we should start to like tightly, just a little bit decrease that, okay? So again, you are giving them their whole daily allotment of sugar, in the morning setting. And then what else do they eat through the day? Maybe they have some cookies with a whole bunch of added sugar. Maybe they have, you know, whatever they have, you know, maybe you feed them McDonald's, you know, I'm, I'm not one, we don't do McDonald's either um, in my house. So it all starts to add up is what I'm saying. Now you don't need to start like counting everything that you do. Cause you know, all those diets where it's like count these points, do this, do that. It becomes overwhelming. I believe the easiest thing to do is just make better choices that you can stick to all the time. So it's like, okay, if 